The Tennessee Titans must get a big-name free agent wide receiver. I'll go over my top targets on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm answering your questions in today's mailbag edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We're going to talk free agency wish list first. We're going to talk draft targets as well and go into some questions about the Titans coaching staff. Before we get into all of that, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Titans podcast. I'm so close. To 10,000 subscribers, a lot of you guys see my videos, they pop up in your feed, but you're not actually subscribed. The show's always free. All I ask for in return is a few presses of a button. Hit that subscribe button. Throw a thumbs up on the video as well. Do want to thank you guys so much for the outpouring of support. I've been clearly sick all week long, and you guys have really been helpful in, in helping me push through that. Also, I sent out a request for mailbag questions. I got over 50 questions back. Now, I do want to say I can't answer all 50 of those questions in 30 minutes, but a lot of you guys have similar questions, so I'm going to do the best I can. If I don't get your question directly, I'm sorry. Just too many questions. Impossible for me to do it all, but we're going to start with free agent wide receivers because obviously wide receiver is a big, big need for the Tennessee Titans. Got some questions here. Number one, Stonehouse spokesman said, the Titans need a big free agent wide receiver. Who would you be looking for? To me, number one is T. Higgins. That's been my number one wide receiver target. He may not reach free agency. He could get franchise tagged by the Bengals. He could get a long-term deal. We don't know if any of these guys are going to get hit free agency yet. And that's why my full free agency preview will be later into February when we actually have more clarity on that. But T. Higgins, Mike Evans would make a ton of sense. Calvin Ridley, maybe not quite as young as T. Higgins, but would also make a lot of sense for the Titans. Also, sorry guys, got to hydrate. The voice is going to go if I don't. Michael Pittman from the Indianapolis Colts would make a ton of sense. Now, if all of those guys are off the board, I'm not super high on this option, but it is an option to add speed. Hollywood Brown from the Arizona Cardinals could make some sense for the Titans on maybe a tier lower than those guys that I just talked about. But for me, Higgins and Ridley are kind of the best options that could be there. Um, Also got a question here from Tajay Season. Says, if they let D-Hop leave, which he could want to go, there's no Higgins. Who do you look for there? Again, Calvin Ridley makes a ton of sense. The Jaguars would have to give up a second-round pick if they sign Calvin Ridley back on a contract. 
They may not want to do that. So Calvin Ridley, and then again, I think Hollywood Brown, I guess, could make some sense for the Titans, although I can't say that he's, you know, one of my favorite options. Uh, Hunter also asked about free agent wide receivers. There's your answer for that. Uh, we got um, David Garcia asked about free agent targets overall. Uh, another David asked about free agent offensive linemen. For me, offensive line, Trent Brown, offensive tackle. Uh, Michael Onwanyu, offensive tackle. And Jonah Williams, offensive tackle. Those are my top free agent options on the offensive line. Uh, Josh also asked, Josh Murbitz, my guy, also asked about free agent offensive linemen, so there's some answers for you there. Nate KD asked about defensive free agents for the Titans. Uh, Scott Rhodes also talked about fixing the secondary and free agency. For me, you got Imani Hooker at safety. You could add maybe a late round or a mid-round safety to pair with him, maybe bring back Kavon Wallace. You got Elijah Molden as a depth player for the secondary. But I'm looking at two cornerbacks, Jalen Johnson from the Chicago Bears, could make a ton of sense, but Legarius Sneed, Legarius Sneed from the Kansas City Chiefs is a guy that I would absolutely go after to fix that number one corner spot. If you have Legarius Sneed on a good free agent deal, you have Roger McCreary in the slot, you bring back Sean Murphy Bunting for a similar $5 million rate to be your cornerback too, I think that's a solid group of cornerbacks that would help the Titans get you know, closer to fixing that. Some other things here, and Eric asked about my free agent wish list. Well, Eric, there's a bunch of names that I'm very interested in, so I hope that satisfies you. Uh, Craig asked about addressing running back. Obviously, Tajay Spears in the run in the running back one situation, he's not going to get the same carry or the same load that Derrick Henry would, but you're going to need a backup running back and a committee of running backs. According to a lot of draft people, this is one of the worst running back classes that we've seen in a long time, okay? So for me, I would like to see the Titans go into free agency and get a cheap secondary back. Think about Zach Moss. You could probably have Zach Moss for $4 million. Uh, you could get a guy like A.J. Dillon, who maybe has some similar characteristics to Derrick Henry if he's nowhere near the talent Derrick Henry is, but, you know, a power back that can make sense in short, short yardage, goal line situations. Uh, Devin Singletary. Just had a great year for the Houston Texans. You could bring him over. There are a lot of really good options for backup running backs that would be really, really cheap. That would make a ton of sense. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going to get in the comments and ask about Derrick Henry. I don't know if you heard Derrick Henry's interview on Busting with the Boys with Taylor Lewan and Will Compton. Does not sound like Derrick Henry is coming back to the Tennessee Titans. And as I've said for quite some time now, I'm perfectly fine with that. I would rather go with one of the cheaper options and not pay Derrick Henry what he's going to want. So, those are some answers for you guys on what I would do with free agency, what positions I'm looking at, what names would fit. Again, offensive tackle, wide receiver, cornerback. Those are the by far the top needs for the Tennessee Titans, and those are my top names at those different positions. So, again, sorry if I could not get to your question directly, but a lot of you guys ask similar questions, and I hope I gave you your answer. Again, over 50 questions. Like, when I first started doing this show, I would get, five questions, eight questions when I asked for a mailbag. Now I get over 50. So grateful for all you guys. Can't believe how much the show has taken off in the five years, six years that I've been doing it. So thankful for everything. But again, I got 30 minutes. I can't go, you know, 55, 60 questions. Just impossible to do. But with that being said, we are going to move forward. I got a lot of questions 
about what the Titans should do in the draft. I also got a lot of questions about what the Titans should do with the open coaching position. So we're going to get into all of those. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, patience. What brings home the winning trophy is what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for, and with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into an MVP. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Also want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Look, the NFL regular season may be over, but... This is the best weekend of football all year long in the NFL Divisional Round, which makes it a great time to get in on the action at FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. The app is so easy to use, so many different ways to bet. You got money lines, spreads. Player props, same-game parlays. You can do live same-game parlays. Check out the Parlay Hub where you'll find all of the popular plays. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. It's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Titans fans, let's continue today's mailbag edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Diving into your questions that you sent to me on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans. Um, put out a post. You guys had a lot of feedback. Thank you so much. Again, I can't get to everybody's question, but a lot of you guys have similar questions. So I'll try to give as many names as I possibly can who sent those in. But we're going to dive into the draft after just talking about a bunch of free agency questions. Before I get into it again, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. For free, Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. So, Mike Titan says, would you be interested in a second round trade down? And the answer is yes. I do not want to trade up in the first round. In my opinion, unless you have a surplus of picks, which means you have other people's first-round picks, like the Cardinals last year. They traded back with the Texans, picked up a couple of firsts from the Texans, and then they traded up for an offensive tackle. Okay, you had a surplus of picks. That's a different situation. The Titans don't have that. The Titans have their own picks. You know what I mean? So the Titans should not be trading up in the draft for anything other than quarterback. And like we talked about yesterday, my everydayers will know, they don't need to trade up for a quarterback. They're not doing that. It doesn't make any sense. So if the Titans want to trade down to collect more picks, the second round is the place to do it. This is a great offensive tackle class. This is a great wide receiver class. So if you can move down eight, 
nine, ten spots in the second round and pick up another third-round pick, which the Titans don't have a third-round pick this year, that would be absolutely excellent. And I think that the Titans would still be able to get a very good second-round wide receiver. There are going to be a ton of really good wide receivers available in the third round, okay? So the Titans should should absolutely be looking to use that premium second-round pick that they have and trade down a couple of spots to gather some more picks to reshape this roster. A similar question, B Chicken says, would you trade up for the offensive tackles? And again, like I just said, no. Unless you have a surplus of picks, you do not trade up for anything, anything except quarterback. That's just my general philosophy. Uh, Ryan Cool asked, are there any day two wide receivers that you really like? I mean, (coughs) sorry about the coughing, guys. As I told you, I'm really, really sick right now, but I want to push through for you guys. Um, always need a podcast to step to, and I'm always your guy no matter what. But so many good day two wide receivers. I mean, Xavier Leggett as a big physical guy, love that. Uh, Xavier Worthy as a speed guy to get down the field, a little bit of drop issues, but a speed to take the top off the defense. I mean, Jalen Polk, Troy Franklin, I, I could go on and on and on. You know, there are so many, Jacob Cowing, there are so many good wide receivers. And that's my point of, you know, maybe the Titans go O-line and cornerback to start and then try to get back into the third to get one of those wide receivers because there are going to be a lot of really good wide receivers on day two in the NFL draft. But those are some guys that I really like early on. I'm not too far along. Some of you guys asked me draft questions about guys who would probably go in like the fourth, fifth round. I'm just not that far along in the draft process right now to give you great answers on some of those deep, deep prospects. So we'll get there. We go over 180 draft prospects every year here in our draft preview on Locked on Titans. So don't think you're going to miss out on any of those names. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, Jordan Coleman said, if they don't get a big-name free agency wide receiver, would you draft wide receiver over offensive tackle? No. No. I would love for the Titans to get a great wide. I think the Titans need to get one of those wide receivers in free agency. But if none of them go to free agency and they don't overpay for a mid-tier free agent wide receiver, I don't think that changes anything. Joe Alt or Olaf Fashanu will be the left tackle for this team for a decade. That is more important to me. So even if they don't get the wide receiver they want in free agency, that's not changing my draft plans. I'm getting one of those top tackles if they're there. Um, Titans B2000 asked the question, would you go OT and then wide receiver? Or wide receiver and offense. I just gave you a great explanation for why. There are going to be so many good wide receivers in the second and third round. I'm going offensive tackle, and I'm getting wide receiver later. We just saw the best rookie wide receiver season of all time for a guy that got drafted in the fifth round. All right, A.J. Brown, the best wide receiver the Tennessee Titans have ever had. Second round. So it's just more like I'm all about playing the percentages. Yes, there are outliers. Yes, there are extremes. But I'm about playing the percentages, okay? And the odds are... You're going to get a good offensive tackle more in the first round, and you're going to be able to get better wide receivers in the second round than offensive tackles. So that's how I view that. Again, you're going to find outliers. You guys in the comments are going to tell me I'm wrong because this seventh-round offensive tackle or this first-round wide receiver or this first-round offensive tackle bust, whatever. It's about playing the percentages. There are examples of failure for any reason that you have. So that's the way the NFL works. Uh, Connor Meyerhofer asked, would you take Malik Neighbors? Joe Alt or Olaf Fashanu? Easy for me. I'm taking Joe Alt, putting him at left tackle for 10 years. Jared said, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is there, 
and Joe Alt and Olaf Fashanu are there. Who are you taking? For me, take the generational prospect in Marvin Harrison Jr. All right. If Marvin Harrison Jr. is there at pick number seven, he must uh like got caught smoking a gas mask bong or something like that. You know what I mean? So Marvin Harrison Jr. won't be there at number six or at seven. You can you can let that go. But Mark Workman asked a question that's very similar to that and said, if the offensive tackles we want aren't there, Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't there. Well, then for me, it's Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze. Close the door, run up to the podium, get the elite wide receiver. So the Titans are actually in a pretty good spot. Uh, I forget exactly who asked me. Someone asked me, uh, do you still feel like the loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars is a franchise-changing, devastating move? I got to wait until the draft to answer that question to see how things work out. But, I mean, it looks like that might have been a bit of an emotional take from your boy. So I might have to take a, a defeat lap on that one when we get to April. But that that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, at the end of the day, I want good things. For the Tennessee Titans. Like that that's what's most important to me. So if I end up wrong and I'm wrong and something good happens for the Titans, why would I be mad about that? See, guys, when you've had a traumatic past like I have, you learn that you bet on things not going well. And if they don't go well, you were right. And if they do go well, well, then you're happy because they went well. It's a defense mechanism. What can I say? With that being said, though. We are going to move forward in today's show. I got some more questions about the coaching staff, some coordinators that would make sense with certain coaches, especially Brian Callahan, who people seem to be really high on right now. So we're going to dive into that. And I got some generic questions, some general questions about the team from you guys as well that I'm going to dive into. Before we do that, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports. Made easy. Uh, here's how Price Picks works. They got a projection, a statistical projection for every player. Patrick Mahomes, 200 passing yards. Josh Allen, one and a half touchdowns. Um, Travis Kelsey, three and a half catches. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., 50 and a half yards. All you do is you pick two to six players and say whether they're going to do more or less than the Price Picks projection. If you win, you can get up to 25 times your money, and it can take 60 seconds or less to submit your entry. Again, it is the easiest and most fun way to play daily fantasy sports. And now on Price Picks, you can actually combine multiple sports. So you can do LeBron James three-pointers and Patrick Mahomes passing yards. It's so much fun. It's so easy to play. Make sure that you guys go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. It is a mailbag edition. You guys sent me a bunch of questions at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me there for the next mailbag. I'll probably have it in a month or so, I would say, when we get closer to free agency. But we got a lot of questions about the coaching staff, uh, about coordinators and things like that. So I'm going to dive into all that. Before I do, thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen 
each and every day. Also want to let you guys know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus national shows covering every league, like Locked On NFL. I do the Thursday episode of Locked On NFL. You guys should go check that out. I would appreciate it. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, questions about the coaching staff. Got a question from Andrew Frill about and Titans rundown. Both asked about coordinators. That would make sense. Well, let's say that Brian Callahan is hired, okay? Brian Callahan is known as a passing guy. He's been a passing game coordinator. He's been a quarterback coach. He is a passing game guy, which means if you got an offensive coordinator to pair with him, I would probably want that guy to maybe have a little bit more history with the run game. And that works directly with a guy that the Titans just recently interviewed. I believe that they completed their interview with him on Thursday, just before I recorded this. And it's Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator from the Carolina Panthers, who came from the Los Angeles Rams under Sean McVay. Thomas Brown was a run game coordinator. So if you have Brian Callahan as your head coach, who's a passing game guy, and you have Thomas Brown, who has Sean McVay ties as your run game guy and your OC, that would make a ton of sense. As for defensive coordinator, I like a guy like Brandon Staley. Now, some of you guys are going to jump in the comments, and it already happened to me on Twitter. Brandon Staley sucked in, in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. His defense sucked. Okay, well, how many coaches do we see do poorly as head coaches and then go back to being a coordinator and do pretty well? Look at Dan Quinn. Look at Vic Fangio. I mean, Arthur Smith was a great offensive coordinator. Went to be the head coach in Atlanta. Was terrible. Okay, even his offense fell off. Sometimes these guys who are really good coordinators, when they try to take the head job and do the head coaching responsibilities, it's just too much, and they lose sight of what made them great, and it's just too difficult to do. So don't kid yourself or trick yourself into thinking because a guy is a bad head coach that he's going to suck as being a coordinator. The reason he got a head coaching job was because he was a good coordinator. So... Again, I know that some of these names have flamed out as head coaches, but that doesn't mean that they're bad coordinators all of a sudden when that's the reason that they got the job in the first place. So Brandon Stanley would make some sense. Um, Isro Evero, the guy from uh, the defensive coordinator from the Carolina Panthers, the Carolina Panthers defense was the only redeeming quality of that team. So he could make some sense for the Titans if he gets booted from Carolina when they bring in a brand new coaching staff and he's looking for a job. So that could make some sense as well. Uh, after the Titans actually hire a head coach, I'll dive more into coordinators that make sense because then you could start to make connections and make ties to previous jobs and relationships that guys have. Uh, Brett uh, Hader asked, do you want your head coach as the play caller? Okay, so this is tough for me. I would like my head coach to be the play caller. I would, because the problem is we talk about wanting an offensive-minded head coach because if you, if you have a defensive-minded head coach and you have a good offensive coordinator, that guy is just going to get hired away from you if you do a good job. Well, similarly, if your head coach is an offensive guy, but he doesn't call plays, and then you have a good play caller as offensive coordinator, that guy is going to get hired eventually, and then you got to find another good play caller. So I would prefer my head coach to be a good play caller. Now, Brian Callahan may not be that. Brian Callahan may be an offensive mind that puts together the game plan in Bola, but he may hire an offensive coordinator to call the actual plays. And then 
you kind of have some of that issue. But with that being said, I want to get into a question from I Float On, uh, maybe a, a reference uh, to the song Float On, uh, Modest Mouse, great song, grew up with that one, love that. But he asked, what are the pros and cons of my top three candidates? Bobby Slowick, Ben Johnson, Brian Callahan. And we'll start with Callahan. That is one of the cons. Brian Callahan hasn't called plays and may not be the play caller and then you put yourself in that position. But the pro of Brian Callahan is he is going to put together a fantastic coaching staff and he has a great idea of what a modern offense should look like, what's important, and that ultimately may be more important than just being a play caller. But on the flip side, that's why Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson are my top two candidates because they are play callers. So if you establish them as the head coach, you never have to worry about that continuity with play calling ever again. You know what I mean? You already have it set. So you don't have to worry so much about replacing the offensive coordinator who's calling plays. So, the, But with Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson, are they going to be able to put together a good coaching staff? Are they going to be able to be the leader that you have to be as a head coach? Because again, I mentioned Arthur Smith, great play caller, great offensive coordinator, but just didn't have the leadership to be a head coach. So you worry about Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick. Will they be the leaders that you have to be to be a head coach while having those play-calling abilities? You know what I mean? So there, there are pros and cons to every candidate. There is no perfect candidate out there. And that's a great question. Uh, Miles G. Thank you, Miles. You know. Thank you, Miles. He says, do the Titans keep any of their current coaches? I would like to keep Charles London as the quarterback coach. Charles London was an outside hire from the Atlanta Falcons who got hired into the Titans anyway. It's not like he was a Vrabel guy and there's like some massive loyalty there. Charles London showed a great connection with Will Levis last year and really got him ready to play. So Charles London could stay. I would consider maybe uh, Chris Harris, the defensive back coach that the Titans kept over uh, as a guy to coordinate the defense or stay at the secondary coach at minimum. And Terrell Williams. Terrell Williams, great as a defensive line coach for the Titans. Really got the most out of the Titans' defensive line. Also, I would say Rob Moore. I know the Titans haven't had the best wide receiver play, but Rob Moore is a good coach and a former player who knows what he's doing. So I would look at that. Tony Dews as well. But I have a feeling that if the Titans go out and hire Brian Callahan, the big sell there is that he can create a good coaching staff. And that probably includes getting rid of a lot of the Titans coaching staff. So you don't hire a guy because he can put together a great coaching staff and then just keep a bunch of the coaches that you already had that were the downfall of your previous coach anyway. You know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And we're seeing Shane Bowen and Chris Harris get interviews and stuff like that. So don't be surprised when there's a mass exodus there. But uh, Titan830 said, could Callahan snag T. Higgins? T. Higgins spoke glowingly about Brian Callahan. But at the end of the day, if the Bengals want to tag T. Higgins, they can tag T. Higgins and play him on the tag. And it's not really up to T. Higgins. You know what I mean? It's not up to Brian Callahan. Now, if the Bengals let T. Higgins get to free agency, then yes, Brian Callahan would absolutely give the Titans a leg up on sealing T. Higgins. A guy from Tennessee who's only 24. He's absolutely far and away the best option at wide receiver in free agency. Luke Gentry asked about whether the Titans are going to be able to interview Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick. Um, In-person interviews can't happen with current coaches until after the division round. So I wouldn't fret too much. Both those guys are kind of focusing on 
the job at hand. Now, Ben Johnson started doing some interviews. Bobby still hasn't yet. But Ben Johnson started doing some interviews here at the end of the week. Four interviews for Ben Johnson, and none of them were the Titans. So maybe he's just not interested in the job. That could be that could be real as well. But I got some general questions from you guys. I'm going to hit through really, really quick here. Fletcher said, key positions to address. Again, wide receiver, offensive line, and cornerback. Top three positions to address. O&B said, team needs. Again, wide receiver, offensive line, cornerback. Uh, Cody Weath said, do you have a good comparison for who Tajay Spears can be? You're watching him in Green Bay. Aaron Jones. A lot of people compare Tajay Spears to Aaron Jones coming out of the draft. I think that is absolutely a great comparison. Um, and he asked about Tajay Spears being number 32. I hate number 32 for a quick and fast running back. Go in the single digits. Get back in the 20s. I hate number 32 for Tajay Spears. I hope he changes his number. Uh, King Henry said, who could be the Titans' comeback player of the year? Um... Zoxty, I think that's your name on Twitter, asked a similar question. I think if the Titans go out and hire a good offensive guy as their head coach, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks could be used more properly. He could be put in better situations. He could get better coaching. I think Traylon Burks is a guy who clearly could have a big comeback year if he's able to get some better coaching. Uh, Sean Meek said, well, I'll get to you in a second, Sean. Uh, Guile Green says the ideal linebackers. I'm not a guy who wants to spend a bunch on linebacker. I say you bring back uh, Otis Reese, you bring back Aziz, or another player in the same price range as Aziz for $5 million, and then you draft a linebacker late in the draft and let him compete. Rand Carthon came from San Francisco where they really hit on late-round linebackers, so I wouldn't be uh, doing too much at linebacker. To me, it's one of the least important positions on defense. Pass rush, defensive line, cornerback, I would all put those more important than linebacker. I think you can get away with being a little cheap there. Uh, David Reyna said, A.J. Brown trade still an L? Yes. Still a massive L that the Titans are trying to correct. And Sean Meek said that he's new to following the team and he wants to know if it's smart to continue to stay a Tennessee Titans fan. Sean, let me tell you something about how I feel about this. And this will be the last thing I say. You can bounce from team to team if you want. I have friends who I grew up with they were Lions fans, and then they were Eagles fans, and then they were Bengals fans, and I got a friend who was a Bengals fan, and then all of a sudden he would change to be a Browns fan, and I got a fan who was a Cowboys fan, and now he's a Bengals fan. And Look, you could change around teams all you want, but at the end of the day, loyalty feels good, and I have been a Tennessee Titans fan since I was eight, nine years old. You could switch to a team, and they can win right away. But if you do that, it's not going to feel as good as if you actually earned it. Have loyalty to your sports teams, especially if you're a, if you're a child, if you're somebody who's under 13 years old. By all means, switch your teams, figure out who you want to cheer for, follow your favorite players like you're a kid. I grew up in a Packers house. I had a Packers blanket. I went to Packers games when I was six, seven, eight years old with my dad. By the time I actually had a brain and could think for myself, I picked the Titans. And no matter how bad they've been during this 25 years, I stuck with the Titans. And when you eventually climb the mountaintop, it's going to feel so much better. All right? Think about Kobe Bryant. Think about Dirk Nowitzki. All right? You can go change teams and go to the new best team and move around like Kevin Durant. But does Kevin Durant's titles get respected like Dirk's? Kevin Durant has two titles, and they are nowhere near respected as much as Dirk's one. All right? Loyalty 
Loyalty in your sports teams is rewarding, okay? If you could, if you switch over to the San Francisco 49ers right now and they win the Super Bowl this year, you will not be as happy as someone who had been, you know, let's say a, an Eagles fan their whole life and they finally broke through in 2017. Or a Chiefs fan been losing their whole life and finally break through with Pat Mahomes. The happiness that you will get from your sports team climbing the mountain, it is unmatched unmatched if you stick with them. It'll be rewarding. Pick a team, stick with them. Don't jump around and be a bandwagon fan. That's the worst that you can be. So with that being said, that's going to do it for this mailbag edition. I'm going to take a couple day break here from doing podcasts. I'll be back with you guys on Sunday. Let's hope I'm feeling better. But with that being said, that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.